Yeah, we're not talking about the ozone anymore, folks. We're talking about Pooh Bear is going to eat your entire family. <laughs> Live, laugh, listen at your own risk. Here we go. Everything's fine. Mm-hmm. Everything's fine and dandy. I'm sweating. <laughs> well, hi, and welcome to At Your Own Risk, a survival comedy podcast hosted by us. I'm Dana Drew, and I am obsessed with surviving death. Ugh. And I'm Sarah Bassey, and I'm obsessed with surviving life. <laughs> if you're new here, every Tuesday, Dana and I take turns teaching each other and our listeners how to survive our biggest fears and maybe even thrive against all odds. Sarah teaches us how to survive and evade those pesky life-altering problems, <laughs> while I teach us how to survive and evade those pesky life-ending problems. <laughs> so, um, But in true us fashion, Sarah, you were sick as fuck last week, and now our listeners get to listen to me be sick as fuck. So um, <laughs> that's really fun for everybody involved. Very uh, sorry ahead of time if I'm like snotting all over the place during this episode, but um, how's it going? <laughs> we, are, we are just really crushing it. I feel like I we haven't been like sick sick in so long that it's just like we talked about this lack last week but it's just so debilitating it really is and i really feel like absolute garbage um my covid test was negative but i kind of felt oh, good because i don't really have like the symptoms of it but fuck right. man it is like brutal to be sick and embarrassing i know i'm like i haven't even done anything <laughs> yes it was like when i got my booster and we were feeling a little under the weather um as expected i felt like such a big baby i was like i cannot do I this i am I yep. am beside myself. But then I thought to myself, I was like, if this is how it feels to have like a teeny <laughs> tiny bit of it in my body, thank God I we are getting imagine. boosted and we do not have to hopefully knock on wood get COVID. I know. I would be such a little bitch about it for sure. <laughs> How's your holiday stuff going? I know this is really busy season for you. So I wanted to check Ugh. in and see how you're doing. Thank you. That is definitely my like surviving thing this week. Mm. I'm like, um, the thing that I am surviving this week versus thriving is definitely like um, it's really busy. I'm not used to being this busy. I on top of that got sick. Uh, I just feel like there's like all sorts of stuff I'm kind of like losing track of. Yeah. Um, and then on top of that, like it's just a really extra shitty feeling to I know it's unreasonable, <laughs> but to feel like you're like disappointing people on the holidays or like letting them down and like people aren't afraid to like imply that you're ruining Christmas. And um, <laughs> it's just it's just really stressful because it's not just like an order is delayed and like you'll get it eventually. It's like all these people all at once have the same deadline and you can't really change anything about it. And it's right. Uh, and it's just like, I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah, I can only imagine in terms of like prioritizing, it's like impossible because typically you'd be like, okay, yeah. this person needs a portrait for a birthday that's on this day and this person needs something for right. Mother's Day or whatever. So it's like more paced out. But the holiday season, like you said, it's just all driving towards that one doomsday. <laughs> and it's mostly just like uh, all the cooks in the kitchen have to have everything go perfectly right. And the second one thing kind of fucks up or like is delayed then like everything gets delayed and fucked up and it's totally just like, stressful and so yeah I've just been kind of navigating like feeling like I'm letting people down and Aww. kind of just being inundated with emails that are like you're letting me down and it's like 
I shouldn't take them personally because I know this person's just like upset about like a very I mean it doesn't matter totally <laughs> like, nothing matters I know it's I shouldn't take it personally but like yeah it's kind of hard to get those like emails over and over again and not feel like uh no totally Because of course you don't get emails from people who are like this is all going perfectly thank you so much I know I know <laughs> I feel like if you are shopping for someone special and you know that they're gonna like the thing it's worth waiting for Mm -hmm. and like one year my mom like there are so many ways to get around this like one year my mom she was so sweet and um got me an ipad and it was like this big thing on my list but it got delayed and so what she did was she took a pad like a feminine pad and she put it in a (laughs) box and wrote an I, like the letter I on it, and just gave it to me. Oh, my God. And I was like, I opened it, and I was like, what the heck is this? And then it was like the cutest idea ever. I got the surprise. We laughed so oh, hard. And so it's like, just get creative and try to come up with ways to like tease the gift and then give it to them at a later date. It'll be like the holiday got extended. No, that's such a good point. I honestly also really love belated gifts, like uh, belated birthday presents, Christmas presents. It's all really fun because it, uh, I feel like it just extends, yeah, the holiday. Yes. Everyone's like, sorry, it's belated. And you're like, I love this. <laughs> I know, totally. <laughs> yeah. I get like really wanting to know if something's going to arrive on time or or hating like the sort of like in between of me being like, I, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I also feel like a lot of people who are genuinely stressed are people who have children, but I doubt that parents out there are buying a fuck the patriarchy keychain for their toddler. (laughs) Like, (laughs) All right, Sarah, um, what are you surviving this week? Well, Dana, I I am a couple hours away from impending doom. I am flying Mm -hmm. home for the holidays uh, with my boyfriend. We are vaccinated, got boosted, like did all the things we could do, but I'm still freaking the fuck out. And as everyone knows, I hate flying. Um, You could go listen to one of our first episodes. (laughs) I talk about it at nauseum, but I'm just trying to like give myself some grace with it because like (laughs) uh, my appendix ruptured on a plane once and so I have this Mm -hmm. like (laughs) fear of getting on a plane uh, that is greater. At least can't happen again. Exactly. Like I think giving myself grace because having your appendix rupture on a plane is like really outside the ordinary and it's okay (laughs) to be like this is trauma and um, it's okay to be nervous. Um, So I'm just like trying to navigate those thoughts, but we're doing a red eye, so hopefully I'll sleep, but yeah. we'll see. <laughs> so what are you like anxious about other than reliving your fear of dying in the sky? <laughs> I mean, I think I'm terrified of all the new variants. Like that's really, really spooky. Mm-hmm. And I've never really traveled at the holidays because I was always an East Coaster. So it was always mm, just like driving point. home or yeah, whatever. And so I've never had to like pack up and navigate airports like around the holiday yeah. season. So this is new for me as well. So I'm definitely just not looking forward to the entire experience. <laughs> Here's to hoping we stay in the fucking sky because we all know that's my <laughs> biggest fear. <laughs> hey, just re-listen to our episode. You have 90 seconds. <laughs> Actually, don't because it's probably so embarrassing. <laughs> oh, one day we'll redo it. 
Mm-hmm. I'll just redo everything we've ever done. Oh my god, we just do. We pull a Taylor Swift. It'll be like at your own risk, <laughs> yeah. Taylor's version. <laughs> I'm just crying. Oh man. Okay. Well, since I feel like shit, and I know you're anxious about travels, and all of our listeners are gearing up for like another bizarre covid christmas in this like near apocalyptic current world i thought maybe today we'd keep things light and discuss how to survive a vicious bear attack (laughs) (laughs) oh my god after the break (laughs) i was not expecting that at all (laughs) i can't wait this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. And speaking of better help, how's life going these days, Sarah? <laughs> well, Dana, I'm glad you asked because as you and our listeners know all too well, it can be really hard. And you know what's easy, though? Connecting with one of the thousands of licensed therapists at BetterHelp. And we couldn't be more excited to be sponsored by BetterHelp. BetterHelp is a customized, secure online therapy that offers video, phone, or even live chat sessions with your therapist. And I know that we and basically everyone on the planet right now might be struggling with their mental health, whether it be the pandemic, relationships, work troubles. Or that feeling that the world is ending. <laughs> yeah, my BetterHelp therapist is like really in for a treat. But whatever your reason for therapy is, you deserve to be happy. Yeah, and finding a therapist shouldn't be so hard that you need a therapist to deal with the process. And BetterHelp is actually way more affordable than most in-person therapy. Plus, there's no waiting for calls back or schedules to open up. You can start communicating with your new therapist in under 48 hours for yourself or even as a couple. So join us and the millions of people who are taking advantage of online therapy. It's always a good time to invest in yourself and prepare your mental health for life's inevitable ups and downs. After all, you are your greatest survival tool. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp and at your own risk listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash A-Y-O-R. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash A-Y-O-R. Support the pod and your mental health by signing up today. Love you. Love you. And your brain. Bye-bye. Dana, this is exactly what I needed. Thank you. Yeah, same. (laughs) I was having a great time researching this. All right. So as always, I am not an expert <laughs> in any of this. Uh, just some someone with like mediocre research abilities, learning and teaching you survival tips. So while this should be informative and helpful, and I do want to make sure anyone who might actually find themselves with these scenarios, which like, God bless you if you are, uh, just do your own <laughs> research because like I won't find myself in most of these scenarios. So um, I'm going out of after this mostly Oh, my laughing. God. Um, but Sarah, have you ever survived a bear attack? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh thankfully I can say I have not survived a bear attack. I don't think I've ever even seen a wild bear. I don't know where you would find one. I think mm-hmm. probably the closest thing would be uh I went to a birthday party at Build a Bear. And the guy <laughs> who was kind of hosting us was really horrific. Uh, oh, nice. Well, but, that sounds like a predator yeah. for sure. Yeah. I mean, he was just like a te- a shitty teen, you know? Mm. Um, yeah. So that was kind of the of closest thing to a bear attack I've encountered. <laughs> all right. Great. Well, then this will be new information for all of us. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Dana? Have you ever? <laughs> um, no, I haven't been attacked by a bear, I don't think. <laughs> you don't think? i um, trying to recall if I have any, like, deep-seated bear stories that are actually, like, ready 
in my brain that I'm uncovering. I don't think I do. <laughs> no, but I used to be really into bears. Um, so Aww. I'm really excited about this. I'm just like waiting for the moment where like you'll cut in and be like, oh my God, I'm having this repressed like memory. And I'm like uncovering this I know, this thing. I know. Me too. I'm always waiting for that. Because I feel like the shark attack <laughs> episode, which was so good, go listen to that. But you just kept coming up with scenarios where you were like, oh yeah, I did almost die like eight I separate times. <laughs> Oh, my God. Yeah, I, I think. Oh, my God. I don't think I have any bear attack stories. <laughs> All right. So obviously, when doing this research, my first stop had to be to our best friends at WikiHow. I just like <laughs> had to know what they said about this. So we'll dive into the topic more like seriously. <laughs> um, but I had to go through the 10 bullets on their website for surviving a bear attack. I just like had oh my to. my God. WikiHow is always so good. <laughs> and I won't be giving much context for any of these bullets, but honestly, they didn't really either. So. <laughs> um, okay, so first of all, I want you to look at this beautiful illustration of the bears that they start oh. off the article with, which I think is the cutest, silliest thing. They mostly look like you want to hug them. Yep, they're so um, cute. There are four different bears. We'll post it on Instagram. Yep. They look kind of uh, funnily drawn by different people, which is also funny. Like some of them are kind of like detailed and then others not at all. Totally. I'm a big fan. This artist sticks around with us throughout the whole article, though, so don't worry. I could have brought up a lot more photos. Incredible. Had I didn't. I love the the bottom left bear just looks as concerned as I am. <laughs> Cutest thing on earth. I know. Absolutely so cute. Also, do you remember that tweet that was like, it's like, what did it say? It's something like, oh, why they make bears so, why they make bear friend shaped if bear not friend. <laughs> <laughs> so the tweet was why why make it's bears like friend that. shaped why bears if- why bears friend shaped if they are not friends so, well i'll find it but it was really so friend shaped oh my god i have like tears coming out of my eyeballs all right all right all right get serious sarah because we're going right. through the wiki how top 10 how to not how to survive a bear attack okay. one identify the bear <laughs> And then they proceeded to give, like, vague descriptors of the bear, including weight, but no information on, like, where the fuck these bears live or, like, what, where, like, just no other info. Just, like, really, really intense descriptions on how much they weigh. And I was like, that's "That's not, I'm not, like, eyeing a bear. And I'm like, oh, fuck, I think that's, like, roughly four. It's moving really fast at me, so it's hard to tell how much it weighs. Identify the bear immediately made me think of like its name. Yes. <laughs> like naming the bear. Gail! You cut it out. Yeah. <laughs> Michael, go get back in the woods. <laughs> um, all right, number two, try to quickly assess whether the bear is behaving defensively or if it's attacking you. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I'll get on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, for what? sure. What's the difference? What is the difference? Um, Okay, number three, regardless of whether you're being attacked for predatory or defensive reasons, a bear is dangerous when he decides to attack. (laughs) Oh, really? We needed a whole bullet for this? I had no idea. My gosh. (laughs) Like, what? I'd be like, I recognize that a bear is dangerous. That's why I'm on this page. (laughs) These are all just so chaotically ordered, too. Number four, (laughs) deal with a bear charge as calmly as possible. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Great. sure. Sure. Um, number five. Know when it's okay to play dead and when it's not. 
All right. Got it. Thank you. Um, and this one might be maybe the funniest thing I've ever heard in my life. Uh, number six, exploit the possible bear weaknesses. <laughs> I I have no words. I have nothing to say about that. That is like, the most insane sentence ever. Like, your mom doesn't really love you. <laughs> you don't have good attention to detail. Excuse me, Bear, but I've noticed you've been tardy quite a bit. Uh, we're going to have to work on your time management. Um, okay, number seven, which again, strange order. Pull out your bear spray and use it. Mm. All right. Thank so, you. yeah. So by this logic, we are dealing with the charge, maybe <laughs> playing dead, thinking about all the ways that we can emotionally exploit this bear and then <laughs> spraying it. <laughs> I think we sound like the bad guy here, but I maybe know. not. Um, this one also made me laugh really hard, and I had to include the drawing again. Number eight is this, the wording is so good. <laughs> Consider the involvement of those accompanying you. <laughs> Can you describe this image for our listeners? Oh my god! Okay, so we are looking at an illustration. Also, just thinking of about they're <laughs> under attack by a bear. Right, this right, image is right. Right. So we are looking at an illustration of three people. Uh, They are in front of their tent in a grassy field. There is one girl (laughs) entering the frame from the left side with her mouth open as if to catch like a piece of popcorn that someone's thrown (laughs) at her. And then the there's another person where you just see the back of their head. And then the main guy is, I guess, the one in distress. He has his hand raised. He's considering the involvement he looks maybe like he's complaining uh his hand also (laughs) might be in his pocket which is like imagine a bear is attacking and your hands are still in your pockets (laughs) well you want to react calmly you know what i mean (laughs) yeah he's being as casual as possible i just thought that was so fucking funny consider the involvement of those accompanying you the wordiest sentence ever also what they're gonna take a blood oath quick they're gonna be like i'll be like dana do you want to get involved in this bear attack? And then you say yes, and then I make you read 10 sheets of paper that's a contract that you have to sign with yep. your blood. Put initial every page, yeah. Yep, and, and the by the time like, we're done... I'm coming to get you. <laughs> yeah, and the bear is actually a notary, and he's like, okay. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, um, number nine, also super helpful. Escape when it's safe to do so. Sure. Great. Thank you so much, WikiHow. I appreciate it. Um, And number 10, which I think was a really good way for them to sign off. I totally understand (laughs) their perspective and think this was a really reasonable last bullet. Number 10 is simply be realistic. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Like, in general? Oh my god! It's just, like the silliest shit on earth. Like who writes this stuff? <laughs> Be oh realistic. God. All right, this isn't gonna go well. Just make sure you involve your friends and exploit the bear's weaknesses. And I don't know what to tell you. I don't know if I can oh, do man. the rest of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh 
Oh my god, that oh is so god. funny, Dana. WikiHow never fails to disappoint. Holy no, shit. No, I, I went there before I went anywhere else. And then I was like, all right, I feel like I have some questions to go off of yeah. with this. Yeah. All right. Oh my god, um, wow. Okay. Apologies that some of those will not be addressed or answered at all. Um, no. Because no one else brought them up. Uh, so <laughs> moving on to... Um, uh, uh, my biggest question from the WikiHow was like, what kinds of bears are attacking humans? And oh, can I okay, learn more good. about them that's actually valuable and not just how much they weigh mm-hmm. and how to eyeball it, I guess. <laughs> uh, the four bears that they showed in that first photo are like the four bears that are notorious for hurting human beings. Oh, Those really? are black bears, um, grizzly bears, also interchangeably ca- called brown bears. Uh, sloth bears and polar bears. Oh, sloth bears. I know. And so black bears are, um, though they're called black bears, they can sometimes have like a variety of black to light blonde coloring, which is, mm. I did not realize. I didn't know that. They got uh, some highlights. I know. They got some frosted tips. They, uh, for those desperately wondering, can range from about 125 to 660 pounds. Oh my gosh. And their average height is around six feet. So, horrifying wow uh they are native to north america and prefer forested areas but are found in about 41 out of the 50 united states which is also quite alarming wow uh they're found mostly in forested areas throughout the northeast rocky mountain region and alaska and then in canada black bears are found in the most in most of the provinces although they are extinct on prince edward island so let's go there (laughs) (laughs) Um, oh my god prince edward apparently there are a few I know Prince Edward hated black bears. Um, uh, so there are a few in New Mex in Mexico, New Mexico, God damn it. Uh, in Mexico, but they're very endangered. There like aren't many at all. Okay. Um, and there are about fifty black bears for every one grizzly bear, hmm. but each species is responsible for roughly fifty percent of bear fatalities in the world. Meaning grizzlies are way more dangerous than black bears overall compared to like how many there are does that make sense i was having trouble kind of wording this in a way that made sense no that makes a ton of sense so moving on to grizzly bears (laughs) (laughs) also known again as brown bears they are uh, a average of about six and a half feet while standing and have a trademark hump of muscles on their upper back same i know terrifying (laughs) and usually are like a medium to dark brown color uh they weigh anywhere from 600 (gasps) to 1500 fucking pounds and they prefer a semi-open country landscape, same, uh, <laughs> usually in mountainous areas where there are large fields and are found throughout Eurasia and North America. Honestly, if I were to guess the illustration from WikiHow, they were getting attacked by a grizzly bear because that looked like a nice open field. Oh, that's such a good point. Yep. They definitely were. And he was going, what? <laughs> I need to consult my friends. What was it? Consider your involvement. <laughs> Would you guys like in on this grizzly bear attack? So about 95% of grizzly bears in North America are in Alaska, mm. while, with the remaining brown bears um, along and in the Rockies, western uh, Great Plains, and along the upper western coast. In Europe, there are some grizzly bears in the Pyrenees, as well as like all these countries, Sweden, Finland, Greece, Bulgaria, Slovenia, blah, 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 like so many just countries all over mm-hmm. Europe. <laughs> so they're everywhere. <laughs> Eurasia, yeah, totally. Um 
Sloth bear is adorable. That's the one that looks really sad in that photo oh. in the beginning. Uh, they are native to the grasslands of sub- the subcontinent of India. I think Jungle Book, except murdery. <laughs> uh, they are anywhere from 120 to 300 pounds with uh, usually black or dark, like very dark brown with a white or gray face. Cute. And then I was finding that, but mostly sloth bears are like not very competitive over territories or known for being super aggressive, but they have killed people when starving or threatened. And I was like, same. (laughs) And then polar bears are our last scary as fuck animal. Uh, They're fucking (laughs) massive. They weigh anywhere from 700 to 1500 pounds and fully grown adults are like 10 feet tall, which is, I measured out, basically LeBron James holding a cat tree on his head. (laughs) Oh man, I will be I will be photoshopping that for the sake (laughs) of the pod. That is actually something I will be doing. If a polar bear, okay, I have so many thoughts. (laughs) If I was in a place where I saw Mm -hmm. an endangered species like a polar bear, and they came wandering up to me, starving and hungry, I would honestly say, "Take my body." (laughs) Wait, I can't believe you just said that. That is my next bullet. Oh my god, I wrote Okay, well it's my last bullet. I wrote that they have adapted fully to snow and ice. They're found in the Arctic Circle and as far south as Russia, Canada, and Alaska. And then my last bullet I said, and they're hungry as fuck, so just sacrifice yourself to them and repent your sins for destroying the earth. Oh my god. Same brain. I feel like uh yeah, if we had to have a discussion about whether we want to get involved, we would both say yes and just walk into their mouths. Yeah, totally. Um, so for the purpose of today, because sloth bear, like sloth bears aren't really in this picture and then polar bears again, like don't even bother your toast. Um, we'll be discussing black bears attacks versus grizzly bear attacks and how to survive them. Cool. Especially since those are native to, uh, North America, which is where we and most of our listeners live. So sorry if you aren't there. We love you. Please don't die of bear attacks. Um, so do you know anything about surviving a bear attack or like the difference between black and brown bears? So I don't know the difference between bears or that there would be different <laughs> methods by which you would survive them. The only thing yeah. I can think of would be, and I don't even know if this is true, but like try to make yourself bigger than the bear. Mm. Like be be intimidating to the bear. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like posture and like get really big and like put your arms out and stuff like that because I feel like that's intimidating. But I don't know if that's real, if that's just something I saw in like a cartoon. Um, or yeah, something. no, those are all pretty accurate. I think that that was a pretty good job for somebody that otherwise hasn't looked into this. So Hell yeah. Um, but we will learn more. I also want to know, Do you, are we going to touch on honey at all? Like the movie? No, like, you know how Pooh Bear really likes honey? Like, you know how they're like, oh. don't keep, like, sugary <laughs> stuff around? No, or... I didn't look up <laughs> Sarah knows all her bear facts from a cartoon from the 80s. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> all right, no, I didn't touch on honey, okay. but I think it's safe to say don't slather yourself in honey and then walk around bear country. <laughs> okay. That's a pretty good blanket statement. Okay. That's so funny. Noted. Oh my god. All right. So why do, why do bears <laughs> attack? Great question. Uh, when they do attack, it's usually because they were either they're either like starved or startled. Mm. Uh, yet, despite their hesitance, attacks have increased in many parts of the world for bear attacks lately. 
Yellowstone National Park has seen human-to-bear conflicts rise. (laughs) The human-to-bear war has begun in recent years. So this includes two fatal attacks in 2011, the park's first in the last 25 years, and then another in 2015. And on June, in June of 2016, a bicyclist was killed by a grizzly Aww. just south of Glacier National Park in Montana. Wildlife officials face similar issues around the U.S. and Canada, as well as other countries like Japan and Russia. And this has been linked to a variety of factors, but obviously including habitat loss, human intrusion, food shortages, and obviously climate change. Totally. So uh, shit's getting worse. So when we're like, oh, man, climate change, weather is bad. Think bear attacks. Oh, my God. Yeah, we're not talking about the ozone anymore, folks. We're talking about Pooh Bear is going to eat your entire family. (laughs) Pantsless and all. Oh, man. So, but in the grand scheme of things, we can laugh because bear attacks are very, very rare. Um, And then being killed by a bear is even rarer. So Mm -hmm. every year, an average of two to five people are killed by a bear in North America. Over half of those attacks involve cubs, um, and most of the others involve provoking the animals either from a human or often an off-leash dog. Oh, oh my goodness. So if you're camping, keep your dog on a leash, people. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Like every, no matter what, all the time. Yeah. All right, so preventing an attack. So, like, before we've been attacked by a bear, what can we do to set ourselves up for success? (laughs) Um... So you're going to want to hike in groups, stay on trails, and talk slash sing (laughs) loudly is what a lot of things said. In an area that has high bear activity, bells hung in your backpack work Ah. also but are less effective than just like talking and making it seem like there's a bunch of people together. (laughs) Sorry. sorry. I'm just thinking of (laughs) Meredith from The Parent Trap, like smacking those sticks together for the mountain lions, but I'd imagine it's a similar process. Yeah, I was actually considering lumping together together like bear and mountain lion attacks into one because they do have a lot of commonalities and I think that's a good one to cover yeah we'll do it in the um, future mountain lions I think are probably scarier and more likely to murder I you I bet they're faster um, too I have no research to back that up but yeah totally um, but I wasn't ready to uh, think about something that could happen to me so yep <laughs> here we are uh so never cook your food in uh in your tent or leave, leave food in the tent and never leave any highly aromatic items in your tent either, such as even toothpaste or deodorant. Oh. So, uh, And then they also, someone suggested, like, I didn't write this down, but they were like, don't smell yummy. <laughs> like, leave your yeah. Victoria's Secret <laughs> body spray at home. Oh, my God. Yeah, I just dump dunk myself in everything bagel Trader Joe's seasoning every morning when I yeah, wake totally. up. totally. Or honey. <laughs> um. And then, although they might be cute, never feed a bear. This conditions them to see humans as food providers, and it's one step to seeing few human beings as food. Uh, seems confusing to them in general. Uh, always report bear sightings uh, that are at your campsite or any other gatherings where humans are. Don't hike, jog, or walk in bear country at night or at uh, dusk or dawn, as I most definitely have better vision than you mm. and um, are used to bumbling around in the dark unlike us and bears aren't nocturnal right they they're active during the day too yeah they're pretty much active like all the time like they don't necessarily they're not necessarily like 
um, I forget what it's called, but um, everything I was reading was like, there's not a time when bear attacks are more likely. Like you can be attacked at night, but you can also be attacked during the day. Okay. Um, they like scavenge a lot in morning and dusk. Um, but I think they just kind of like sleep whenever, bumble around whenever, you know, same. The good stuff. And then leash dogs when hiking or camping in bear country, or better yet, like don't bring them. Mm-hmm. Many dog, uh, many parks don't allow dogs for safety reasons, and it should really be respected because even if your dog is good off leash, which they probably aren't, <laughs> they uh, will get fucked up by a bear, and bears will then eat you and your dog, and that sounds like a nightmare. Yeah, like uh, it's the the rule is there to protect you and your dog, so like let's just let's not. I know it's really scary. Um, the number of, when Chris and I were like driving across the country and we're stopping at some parks, we kept having to leave Rogie like behind in an Airbnb, which was sad. Um, and we didn't feel comfortable doing so. He'd only be gone for a little bit and we'd like plan our whole thing around it. And we didn't do a bunch of stuff because we had him with us, but we would see people like at these parks with dogs and they were like clearly marked as not allowed to have them. And it's just like disrespectful Ugh. and rude and fucked up. Absolutely. Um, I hate following the rules and other people don't. It like drives me crazy. I know. I know. Really drives me nuts. Um, so obviously don't provoke, I guess it's not obvious a lot of people do this, <laughs> don't provoke a bear, try to capture it on film, mm. or like if you see cubs, know that the mom isn't very far away and she's fucking mad as shit. Yep. Um, I wrote hell hath no fury like an angry teddy bear score. <laughs> um, Aww. so like don't fuck with bears, just like if you see them fucking don't deal. Um, if you see a bear in the distance on a path, move sideways very slowly to another path or an escape route while keeping an eye on the bear um and then they always suggest uh making sure that you have what's called bear spray basically like pepper spray for bears um (laughs) which is adorable um and you can buy it pretty much anywhere and wow you might need a license to carry it some places um but most like camp areas will sell it to you because it is a life saver oh wow good i was actually just thinking like is this the life hack to carrying around illegal pepper spray like do you just get bear spray mm-hmm. and you're like i'm scared of bears totally i know sorry i'm so scared of bears i know i think there's probably some serious regulations yeah. on it because i know that people stock up when they go to new hampshire and new hampshire seems like the kind of place that wouldn't have laws about bear spray oh that checks out we'll be in new hampshire so i'll let you know if we fucking see any bear spray all right so during an attack we have this not so politically correct sounding deadly um for remembering what to do if you're attacked by a brown bear versus a black bear so bear with me i no pun intended oh my god um i did not come up with this nor do I think it's actually offensive. It just sounds offensive. Oh, if it's brown, lay down. And if it's black, fight back. Okay. I see where the issue was with that. Um, <laughs> All right. So those are bears. Bears. It's about right. bears. And that is that is a good tip. I do, I do love a rhyme. I do like a rhyme. I love yeah, some sort of wordplay. So this is great for me. All right. Great. So if it's brown, lie down. If it's black, fight back. For anyone hiking or camping in bear country, um, make sure you have that bear spray. Definitely a real thing. Um, However, in the event that you don't have bear spray or it doesn't fend off the bear, here's what to do. So if you've identified the bear as being a black bear, thanks to WikiHow, (laughs) black bears, uh, you're specifically going to want to stand your ground and make a lot of noise. Black bears are often kind of like little bitches and they're kind of bluffing when they're attacking you. they're more maybe more curious or playful or just generally like trying to like assert themselves and if you show them you mean business most of the time they will just lose interest and be like this is lame Mm. and back off uh 
everywhere I was reading was like emphasizing don't climb a tree, which is hilarious. That would never have fucking occurred to me ever. Yeah. Uh, when's the last time I climbed a tree quickly and efficiently? Yeah, I'm not a fucking cartoon. I can't just like <laughs> yeet up a tree. No, yeet, <laughs> yeet up a tree. Um, so don't climb a tree. Black bears are excellent climbers and they will laugh while they eat you up a tree. Uh <laughs> And then if you are actually being attacked by this bear, a black bear, make sure that you're fighting back. Use anything and everything you have as a weapon, rocks, sticks, fish. Nope, fizz. <laughs> I was like, fish is the worst idea. Fish. <laughs> got like slapping around. You got like a big bass. You're just smacking it in the face. <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. Um they said, like, bite it, scratch it, like, do whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. Make yourself as big as you can. Aim blows into their face. This is kind of similar to shark. Make sure you're trying to p- punch it in the eyes and the snout. Disorient it. Get it hurting in places that it needs to um, locate you. Yeah. When a black bear sees that their victim is willing to fight to the death, they usually just dip because they're cowards. <laughs> they don't actually <laughs> really want to throw down with you. They're just like, all right, whatever, fuck off. <laughs> so uh, that's why... I think they are less likely to actually like murder the hell out of someone unlike our friend the grizzly bear (sighs) so if you are encountering a grizzly slash brown bear keep in mind that they are super fucking dangerous and attack or kill people 20 times more than other bears so don't fuck around like don't be fucking around with a brown bear ever Mm -hmm. um and then these are the types of uh, bears that you might have learned in like school or whatever uh that you shouldn't run you should lie down yeah um they're really powerful prey animals and their instinct drive is like really really intense to chase you so uh they can also go like 30 to 40 miles an hour so you're not fucking outrunning these these cars <laughs> these like six foot uh, 1500 cars that explains the bicyclist from the beginning of the pod i was like how the fuck did this bicyclist get fucking caught and murdered that makes a lot of sense oh my god i know i know really scary um uh, keep your backpack coats hats on whatever you can to have like padding mm. for if they start just like chomping on you uh if they are attacking you sometimes it will feel like they're not like ripping you to shreds they'll just like kind of gently like chew <laughs> on you like kind of assessing like what's up um so if you have a bunch of padding on or like your backpack over your head or something you're like definitely better um equipped to have it be like oh this is weird and gross it's just a backpack oh my gosh (laughs) Um, it's wicked creepy it's just so creepy um so you're going to want to drop to the ground in fetal position cover your back and your neck with your hands or backpack or whatever you can hit the ground like immediately um and try to just get into dead mode play dead grizzlies will stop attacking when they feel like there's no longer a threat and if they think you're dead, they will think they won and that you suck and will make fun of you and leave. <laughs> um, but uh, please note that once the bear is done, like, tossing you around or chewing on your head and seems to have left, uh, continue to play dead for, like, as long as possible. Um, grizzlies are known for just kind of waiting around oh. and seeing if their victim will get back up and they're kind of having fun just fucking with you. Um, and they also want to win. So it's just important to... Uh, be a little possum <laughs> oh my gosh what a little bitch these grizzlies are like <laughs> so scary so taunting it's like serial killer vibes where they're like i'm just toying with you now like that's so messed up oh my god that's such a good point 
Um, so that is the end of my research. But lastly, most importantly, I did want to ask if you've ever seen Grizzly Man. <laughs> no, I haven't. Oh my gosh, shut the fuck up, Sarah. Tell me, this tell is me. The best documentary ever. Okay, required viewing for anyone listening to this, including Sarah. <laughs> this might be a good plain movie. Oh my god, it is so good. Oh, I'm so jealous of anyone who hasn't seen it. I would love to watch it for the first time a hundred more times. Um, remember when Netflix would like mail you DVDs instead of oh it my being god, service? yes, you just unlocked a memory for me. That's so wild. I know. So in college, my friends, I had that. My dad was like, "Why don't I get you Netflix for you and your friends?" And I was like, "I'm gonna be so popular." <laughs> and so my friends and I would rent like two. You got two movies every like two weeks or something. And I uh, one week we rented Grizzly Man, like not really thinking much of it. Um, and then I told Netflix that it never came <laughs> so that I could keep the DVD. It was so good. We watched it all the fucking time. I've seen it so many times. Um, it's about this guy named Timothy Treadwell, who was basically just like this very eccentric, really loony tune man. Um, and he would go out and live in bear country in Alaska and was like friends with all these bears. And he would just film himself just talking. And he was just really kind of... Uh, I think it's safe to say crazy. I don't think it's offensive. <laughs> pretty factual. Um, that he was very mentally ill. Um, and it's really fascinating. And uh, but at the end of it, he gets absolutely devoured by a bear. Oh, my gosh. You don't see it or anything. But all these people like talk about him. And it's, it's just like it is the most bizarre roller coaster. Everyone in his life is so like out of their gourd. All the quotes from this documentary are just like unreal. <laughs> like it is the perfect documentary. It is I, unbelievable. Oh my gosh. I have to see this. Uh, I'm so excited. It's really incredible. I think you can rent it like and download it. I would really recommend watching it on the plane. It is. Oh my God. It is so good. Yeah. I'll download um, it for sure. But yeah. He uh, he tries to um, he's trying to like save the bears question mark uh, unclear what his motives are he thinks he's saving the bears i don't really understand how he's trying to show <laughs> people that they're not like scary and then one of them fucking <laughs> eats the shit out of him um which isn't funny but it is also kind of funny yeah um he died doing what he loved which was hanging out with bears bear. yeah yeah totally. and he kept them alive um, he fed them yeah yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> and he was also really good friends with this little fox that always stole his oh shit. Oh, my God. And so there's so many videos of him just, like, chasing and yelling at this little fox. Oh, um, that's really cute. Oh, man, there's so many good quotes in this. I'm so excited. I can't wait to watch it. Oh, God, it is really great. Um, So, so yeah, everyone go watch that. Um, And that will that is uh, additional. Uh, that is a visual for everything I've been teaching you. <laughs> Uh, okay, so real quick, I want to credit my incredible sources, which obviously start with wikihow.com slash survive a bear attack. <laughs> um, and then we have how to survive a bear attack by the manual.com, an article by Russell McClendon uh, from treehugger.org, staying safe around bears by the U.S. National Park Service. And then I also found this really well done and like perfect article, um, but it was on this website called The Art of Manliness, <laughs> and it kept referring to the reader as a strong man, so I just could oh. not bring myself to use that um so i'm not crediting them i'm just telling them i hate them <laughs> yeah we hate you i dare you to sue us <laughs> we'll throw down <laughs> strong man 
Yeah, like, God. Any strong man might encounter a bear. Fuck off. Oh, fuck my off. God. Fuck all the way off. Like, what? Encountering a bear doesn't make you strong. What are you talking about? <laughs> Makes you stupid. Wow. I'm glad you didn't credit the art of manliness at all. Yeah, no, didn't even mention them. <laughs> So, if you listen to our podcast, and here you are, listening to our podcast, you're well aware that we love our pets, which is why we are absolutely thrilled to be sponsored by Pretty Litter. Okay, so for real, Dana, Pretty Litter is an absolute game changer. Being a millennial, my apartment is pretty small, and now that I work from home, my space is extra important to me. So, the smell from George's litter box can be, like, truly lethal <laughs> and mood altering to say the least but ever since Pretty Litter sent me a month's supply of their special formula it's like George doesn't even poop in the closet next to my desk <laughs> plus their formula is made to reduce litter dust and not aggravate allergies which we all know is a great way to avoid getting a life changing parasite as someone who is always fearing worst case scenarios and doing everything I can to prepare for them do you know what my favorite part of Pretty Litter is oh my gosh what your face right now I can't <laughs> so Pretty Litter actually actually changes colors to help detect early signs of potential illness in your cat. So like urinary tract infection, kidney issues, like the litter actually changes colors to let you know about this early on. Uh, and when I found that out, I was like, okay, so this litter was legit <laughs> made for George because like most cats, he's pretty famous for hiding that he's sick until it's really serious and ruins Sarah's life. And, <laughs> uh, especially for male cats, UTIs can be really, really serious and all of these issues can be predicted ahead of time if you use Pretty Litter. So they can help you save your pet's life or at the very least catch an illness before it like balloons into a major issue that costs you a small fortune at the emergency vet. Absolutely. And Dana, having the peace of mind that my litter is not only keeping our house clean and tidy, but also helping me keep an eye on George's health more closely. Um, it just means the world to me. And did we mention that it ships for free to your doorstep and is somehow in a very lightweight, easy to store bag compared to other heavy, bulky cat litter bags? Like, I'm so sick of walking home from the grocery store with those boxes of kitty litter, and it feels like I'm cutting off my fingers. Yes. So it really can't get any better than this. Well, Sarah, it can get better, because Pretty Litter <laughs> is offering our listeners 20% off their first month's supply of Pretty Litter if you plug in our special code, and that code is A-Y-O-R at checkout. And not only will that change our listeners' lives, but it will also help support the pod. So what a win-win. Again, Use code AYOR at checkout for 20% off your first month of Pretty Litter today. Love you. We love you and your cats. Uh, bye. bye. Uh, so we like to end our episodes with things that we are proud of or thriving through um, versus surviving and <laughs> trying to kill us. Um, so I've been talking a lot. Uh, Sarah, what are you proud of this week? Well, first, I think, Dana, you've been talking the exact right amount. That was exactly <laughs> what I needed. It was so good. I definitely need to watch that doc on the plane, and I will report back. Oh God, I'm so pumped. Hell yeah, please do. The thing that I am thriving at, so I think maybe I've mentioned it on the pod before, but I, like so many stressed, anxious people out there, suffer from TMJ. So it's like that jaw mm -hmm. pain that's kind of... Chronic, you can get it when you're stressed, you grind your teeth at night, clench your jaw during the day, all of that good stuff. And 
I had brought it up to my dentist a couple times and, you know, a lot of people are saying, you know, reduce stress and all that good stuff. Would love to do that. Would love it. Uh, Working on it. It's like when they're like, take out all this shit from your diet and then they give you a list of literally everything. (laughs) Yeah, I know. You're like, oh, okay, thank you. This is so helpful and actionable. I know. I feel like instead of doing that, those places should give you a list of what you can eat. Like the... The logic is just so backwards. Um, Totally. But yeah, so in the interim, as I'm working on de-stressing and reworking my entire brain, um, I decided to go see a specialist because the good thing about Los Angeles is there's a ton of doctors everywhere. So I was able to find a TMJ specialist and I got this like lower retainer that's basically going to help keep my jaw in a neutral place and... I'm going to wear it during the day and at night and I have to, you know, do some like kind of PT exercises and stuff like that to get it strong again. That's awesome. I'm just thankful to like finally get this sorted out because I've just been having the worst headaches and uh, it's just been really debilitating. Like I can't sing in the car. Like my jaw like pops and then it hurts. (laughs) And like importantly. Yeah. And that's like one of my favorite things. And so I'm just happy to like get this taken care of and uh, hopefully it works. I'm so proud of you. It's so uh, exhausting to do and expensive and annoying. So I'm very proud of you for prioritizing your jaw my mouth (laughs) we all need you to sing in the car for us (laughs) i know uh but dana what are you thriving at this week oh man um so i think i have been a very good neighbor lately oh um we have had uh chris and i have been absolutely losing it because we've gotten like two new neighbors in the last couple months and we live in like a a very small area like like community on a street um with like four kind of houses uh and two people moved into two the little houses near us or across from us and then and we like went out of our way to get them like a little plant and write a little card with like our phone numbers and I also want to have everyone's phone number in case of shit so I also just wanted to like get that out of the way um and both of them Oh no! Just never said anything back to Chris and I, <laughs> and have never texted us, and have never mentioned it. And we we've run into one of them. She actually did come to our door like a week after we did it, and was like, "Do you guys want a bottle of wine?" And I was like, "Oh, I wasn't trying to like open up this gift exchange Aww. thing. You don't know us anything." And then she was really awkward about it, and like visibly like kind of upset about interacting with us. And I was like, "This is stressful." And then the other woman just fucking fully never said anything. What? I know. And so Chris and I are like, "Are we fucking ghosts? Like, what is happening?" And then we also, our landlord watched some of our plants while we were away, and we got her, like, a little plant and a bag that she, so it's a long saga, but she basically saved our plants. They, like, tried to kill her whole house. (laughs) Um, And we got her a little bag that I drew, like, a painting on that said, like, like, uh, with plants on it, and then the the plant said, like, Liz, plant savior of 2021. And she just never said anything either. Oh, my God. And so Chris and I are convinced that we, like, don't actually exist. This makes me so sad. (laughs) I know. And it's not like you do this stuff because you, like, want them to say thank you. Like, it's just kind of like you're expecting it. Like, at least a a back and forth of, like, acknowledging it. Totally. Um, And it's just really weird. Chris keeps just blurting out shit, like, during the day. He's like, do these people just think it's, like, normal to get a plant? (laughs) 
I'll I'll like take my headphones out and be like, "Are you okay?" Oh my god, so I could totally funny. see Chris being really really yeah. upset about this. Uh. I know it's just so weird. Um, so anyway, I think I've been a really good neighbor, and no one's ever done that for me when I've moved anywhere. No. And uh, I I just think it's really nice, and especially like I would love to build a little community here. And apparently, everyone wants me to go fuck myself, but whatever. Oh my god, <laughs> I feel like um, if someone did that for me, like I would probably cry. I know. Yeah. So I'm trying to think like the best of it, and maybe. Maybe some I don't know, but I, at this point I'm like I don't know what what's going on. It's just so bizarre that this happened like multiple times. Wow, yeah, it wasn't even that it was one person, but I'm proud of you for being really, really thoughtful and doing your best and persevering, even though like the first neighbor kind of was like no, and you were like we're gonna do it again. I know, I'm just gonna keep doing it until somebody wants to be my friend. Maybe I'm too overeager. My card is too <laughs> aggressive. Yeah, you want it way too bad. Like, maybe you should way get the plant bad. and then be like, hi, new neighbor. Take this plant or don't. Go fuck yourself. Love, Dana and Chris. <laughs> Great. I'll do that. <laughs> and then they'll be like, please, please, please be my friend. Please be my friend. No, but Ugh, so I weird. love that so much and keep doing that. And if they don't take your plants, I fucking will. So whatever. I know. It's like, give me the plant back. That's insane. Well, I love that. And next week, believe it or not, Dana, is our final listener mini emergency episode oh of 2021. Of our first year podcasting. I know. I know. So exciting. So along those lines, please send us your stories to at your own risk the pod at gmail.com. We are looking for literally any kind of story, but we would be super extra excited for any like holiday themed stories, like mm-hmm. traditions, New Year's resolutions, and then also like uh, bear attacks because we just talked about that. Like yes. there has to be a story out there for that. <laughs> Yeah, bear attacks, power outages, um, anything that you are surviving or thriving through. Um, and yeah, we, we definitely don't have a ton in the inbox right now. So please, please send them our way. Um, and as always, a big, big shout out to Chris Karwaski for our theme song and editing help, as well as Joe Borg for editing help and support as well. You can find them at Chris Can Be Funny and at Joe Should Talk on TikTok. Yes. And if you want to make a big difference in supporting the pod and helping us get new mics and get this thing off the ground and record in the same room, finally, uh, please consider (laughs) joining our search party club at www.patreon.com slash at your own risk, the pod for as little as $3 a month. That's like a teeny tiny coffee. It's the tiniest coffee. Give us a tiny tiny coffee. And please make sure to follow us at at your own risk the pod on Instagram and TikTok. And as always, please, I can't plague you enough. We haven't gotten a new review since October. It is almost <laughs> January. Please leave us a review, rate, subscribe, tell your friends. This is how we get up in the charts, how pe- new people find us, how we get like any sponsors or networks to take us seriously, want to work with us. So I we cannot ask you enough. Please rate, review, subscribe, tell your friends, do all of that. You know the drill. We need you. We love you help yes we (laughs) need you we love you and thanks for living laughing and listening at your own risk see you next tuesday love you love you bye don't get eaten by a bear (laughs) wait that was a cat (laughs) 